0: This episode of To Your Good Health Radio is being brought to you by Cardio Miracle, the ultimate nitric oxide booster with over 50 whole-food, heart-healthy, bioavailable nutrients. Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. Today we have with us special guest Renee Taylor, who stars in the new hit movie Tango Shalom. If you missed it at the theater, it's now available on all streaming and video-on-demand platforms across the U.S. and Canada. We're going to discuss the film and some other great topics, which will include Hollywood, comedy, marriage, and friendships. Don't go anywhere. It all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. Our next guest is an Oscar-nominated and Emmy Award-winning actress. Her long list of credits include Mel Brooks, The Producers, The Overbearing but Lovable Mother of Fran Drescher's, title character in the nanny she co-wrote the broadway hit comedy *Lovers and other strangers which earned her an oscar nomination for the film adaptation in addition she's won an emmy for writing the tv special acts of love and other comedies that's just a few of her amazing accolades she's starring in the new film called tango shalom which was co-written by her late husband joe bologna and directed by her son gabriel welcome to the show renee taylor Thank you Dr.
1: David. Happy to be here.
0: Yeah, so happy you could join us. I I watched Tango Shalom and I got to tell you I really enjoyed it because it's not a copycat movie. There's it's an innovation, not an imitation, and it's been called heart it's a heartfelt family comedy dance movie. Share with the listeners the premise behind the movie.
1: Well, there's a rabbi who's losing money at his yeshiva. And uh, so he is somehow he meets this dancing instructor who asks him to go in a dance contest with him because he's such a natural dancer, and he says, "I'd love to, but I can't touch a woman. I'm married my religion you you can't do that, so that becomes the vision quest of the film. How can he win a contest?" and dance the tango without touching a woman, and hold on to the integrity of his faith. So he goes to his rabbi, he goes to a Muslim, he goes to an Indian guru, he goes to, he asks everybody for advice. and My husband, who plays a priest, who when he was young was going to be a priest, so that's full circle in his life. And he asks them all. About help me to find a way to keep my integrity and win this dance contest, which I think life is about that every day. We want to hold on to our integrity and find a way to be successful.
0: Yeah, so true, and uh, it's interesting that they made it happen. I'm not going to be a spoiler alert, but it's it's a great, fun film. And you got to work with your husband of 52 years on this film, and you've previously written together and starred on stage, TV, and film, with over half of all marriages ending in divorce. Share with us, what's the secret to having a great marriage?
1: Well, love, first of all. Love and commitment and trust and humor and sex.
0: There you go. (laughs) Especially toward the end of those years, right? At the very end. That's important.
1: Yes, he was a very sexy guy. I just finished writing a book about him, and when he died four years ago, I thought, how am I going to live without him? What's the point of life without being with somebody you you love? And I thought, well, maybe if I... If I write about him and our relationship and I share what it was that kept us together and having a happy creative life, maybe I'll find my purpose in living. And by the end of the book I did. By the end it took me four years to write it and and I found a reason to live.
0: Oh, that's great. So really, you got to spend all those times working on that book with him in spirit and heart, so... That's such a great idea because you weren't alone. You were actually reminiscing, and that's that's the opposite of being lonely because he was with you in spirit. So that's such a neat uh that's such a neat idea for uh, for healing. Let me ask you this: You, you also uh, starring in the Tango Shalams your lifelong friend, uh, Lani Kazan, which spans sixty years of friendship and uh, having a friend for six decades. I bet she says Gazuntite before you sneeze. <laughs>
1: and me her too. <laughs> and- and we say, well, how can we be friends sixty years when we're not even sixty years old?
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you, you, you met, you, you met it. You were womb mates. Maybe you met in the womb beforehand, so you were womb mates before. No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we were both very young when we met. She was understudying Barbara Streisand, and I was understudying Ann Jackson in the play Love on Broadway. We were both understudies. And we were talking about, you know, how it's how it's important to go on for people to see us. And she was told uh, she was going to go on, but don't tell anyone. She said, I won't. So she called her mother and said, Mother, you call everyone and tell them to come see me. And that was the beginning of her career. My career, when I went on, I called everybody in show business <laughs> and asked them to come see me, George Abbas and uh, Mel Brooks, everybody. I asked them to come see me, and, and I got a lot of jobs from appearing on Broadway for six weeks.
0: Oh, that's great. And you played uh, Fran Drescher's mother in The Nanny, which was recently picked up by HBO Max, and your character was actually based on Drescher's own mother since the show ended. Do you guys still stay in touch?
1: I, oh, yes. I talk to her practically every day. She's the president of the Screen Actors Guild, you know, now.
0: Oh, is she? I didn't know. That. And her
1: mother, yes. And her mother, when. I was playing it said, Oh, your hair looks so funny, it's so high which was funny because her mother's hair is much higher than mine.
0: Oh, that's funny. How did you how did you deal with her southern accent that she has? Such a southern accent.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean her queen's accent? Yes. <laughs> well actually I I always say about her, if you wake her up in the middle of the night she has an English
0: accent. She just puts on a Queen's accent. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I've known some people like that where they don't talk. We'll talk to them on the interview, and they talk nothing like they do in the uh, the thing. Denise Austin's real hyper, and, but, you know, before the show, she's mellow, and then, she, hey, it's like, yeah, they've in action, they change their voice, which is, you know, that's that's the persona of who they play, so I, I, I get that. Talk to us about the tango. Sh- no, she's uh, exactly... She's
1: exactly... She's exactly like that. Oh, that's great. She's... Just a, a regular girl. Oh, that's great!
0: Now, Tango Shalom was uh, produced by multi award winning Joel Zwick, who directed My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Was this the first time working? Uh-huh. Was that the first time working with Joel?
1: Yes, he's a wonderful creative person. He had a lot of wonderful ideas for the movie, but it was a thrill uh, working with my son who directed it. it it's it's every mother knows. It, it, what a thrill it would be to work for your son. And he would say, Ma, cry more.
0: <laughs> cry more. <laughs> and then and they said, Remember that time when I, I, I poured uh, ketchup all over the floor and, and I ruined the carpet? Think of that, Mom. <laughs> cry more.
1: <laughs> no, remember the time you told me we lost our cat? Cry like that. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs>
0: Hey, only your son could tap into that part of your of your brain, so that's actually came, probably came in handy. That's right. funny.
1: But actually, my mother was like that. You know, the last generation didn't feel empowered like this generation, and my mother that was her that was her means of expression. If she was happy, if she was high, angry. If she was in pain, she just cried. That was, That's all she had.
0: That's right. Cry. Now, I know you got your start in not crying, but laughing in comedy in the 50s and 60s. And because of the current culture, people are so oversensitive now. And many comedians are now afraid to, of offending somebody, so they don't even go on stage. What's your views on comedy today being so censored and restricted? Before we continue, I want to tell you about an amazing product called Cardio Miracle. The number one cause of death in America is cardiovascular disease. On average, somebody dies of a heart attack or stroke every 36 seconds. The good news is, you don't have to be a statistic. Young, old, and in between, we all need more nitric oxide in our bodies. It's essential for our overall health because it helps blood, nutrients, and oxygen travel throughout the body. Research shows a lack of nitric oxide may be associated with high blood pressure heart disease diabetes and even erectile dysfunction cardio miracles ultimate nitric oxide advanced delivery system reaches a cellular level so it starts to work within seconds you also get over 50 whole food nutrients in every delicious scoop I take Cardio Miracle every day, not just for my heart, but my entire body, and you should too. It's backed by science and a 60-day no-risk money-back guarantee. If you want to improve your heart health, increase your energy, mental clarity, and boost your immune system, order Cardio Miracle today. CardioMiracle.com and use promo code CardioNow for 20% off. CardioMiracle.com, promo code CardioNow.
1: Well, I never understand why you can't be kind, you know, in comedy. I think if you're going to make fun of somebody, make fun of yourself. Don't make fun of other people. I don't think that's nice.
0: Yeah. We even had uh, Jay Leno and Howie Mandel on the show, and they both said they get nervous doing comedy now for fear that one joke may be taken out of context and possibly even end their career. Jeff Ross won't even do the celebrity roast because uh, he doesn't want to offend somebody. Isn't that what a roast is? It's supposed to be fun, like you said, making fun of in a fun way.
1: No, I, I think you can... You can roast yourself even as you're roasting yourself more than you roast somebody else. It's easy to put other people down, you know. I right? I think you have to. I have to. I think you have to make fun of your old idiosyncrasies. My comedy was always self-effacing. And I I really think that's what comedy is, you know, your pants falling down, not pulling down somebody else's pants.
0: Right. Plus, you're more forgiving of yourself. You know, you have to live with yourself, all three of you, me, myself, and I, you guys got to get along. (laughs) Right. right. Yeah. I mean, now... You know,
1: since this is is a health show. Yes. So I'm going to tell you something about my health. I'm ready. That I wouldn't tell on any other show. I just had my hip replaced. Right. And it's wonderful. It's a month and I'm already learning to walk.
0: That's fantastic.
1: So if people are thinking of doing it, get a great surgeon and do it.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's advanced over the years. The old days, uh, you, you know, you were six months healing up and now people, sometimes the next day they're out walking after a hip replacement. So, um, like you said, de- depends yes, on this, depends great. on the surgeon. Now they've got new ways where they go through the muscle and it's not as invasive with less scar tissue. And yeah, I had a patient who two yeah. days, two days later, his doc says, go ahead and take a walk around the block. He was like, what? He said, I just got surgery. He goes, no, walk on it. The old days. No, you'd be in yeah. a wheelchair. <laughs> so I'm with you on that. It's, it's, definitely advanced on that so that's a
1: what i I had to watch not taking narcotics because you know i have a very addictive personality i take two aspirins i go right to sleep so i had to watch the narcotics that i had because i really you know could be a dope addict very easily
0: Yeah, we had Dr. Drew on the show that said that's the key. If you've got a history or a past, that's what triggers it, so you got to be extra cautious. Some people aren't worried that they may jump into that addiction, but if you don't have it in your system or, or relationship with it, not so not so much so, so that's smart that you recognize that. What I, what I love about you is you're, you're 88 years young and you're still going strong, productive. I had the privilege of interviewing William Shatner, who at 90 years old went into outer space recently, and Alan Arkin, who's 87 and still performing I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked both of them what's your secret to waking up each day with zest and purpose
1: well I'm very passionate about everything that I do I'm very excited about the book I just wrote about my husband called if you ever leave me I'm going with you which is what I said to him even when we had a fight and I said to him get out and then see, and then he started packing, and then I started packing, and he said, well, where are you going? And I said, if you leave me, I'm going with you.
0: Ah, oh, that's good. That's sweet. That's great. But, you know, he's always always with you as well with that. So that's going to be good. When's the book coming out? Is that something in the, uh, and the books take time? Well,
1: I'm looking for a publisher now, so if there are any publishers listening they could get in touch with you. Yeah,
0: most certainly. That would be a, a definitely a great book to read and um, very inspiring, it sounds like, with uh, what I've heard Thank in your history, you. though. But I wake yeah. up
1: every morning and I think about, I'm going to talk about the movie that we made with my husband when he was writing it. I said, gee, this movie is about tolerance and peace. Do you think people are going to be interested in that? And now we've won all of these awards all over the world, from interfaith groups, the 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 head rabbi, and the Vatican, and UNESCO, the United Nations. Everybody has told people to go on Amazon and and uh, and look at this movie and write a review about it and. And people are doing it, and and they're loving it, and they're saying they're inspired, and that it's uh, original. It's an original family movie. It's not derivative of of anything, you know. It's not a, a Marvel Comics thing.
0: No. Definitely unique. And, you know, you mentioned your awards, and you've got so many Oscar nominated and Emmy award winning actress. I'm curious, on the road to the top, were there any naysayers in your life that didn't believe you'd succeed? And did you enjoy the I told you so's?
1: Well, I was fired many times, and I just kept going. When I was a young woman, I was fired from a play that Lee Strasberg recommended me for, he said, what are you doing in class? And I said, I was fired. And he said, oh, actually, you would have been quite good. So that was the first time I was fired. I was fired a lot of times. I was fired from George White's Scandals. I was fired from uh, the Lane May play. I was fired from a lot of plays, but you just have to keep going.
0: Yeah, I think that's the key with all successful people. Is, you know you see some of the most successful people in the world that were they were fired. They were told they couldn't succeed. I know uh, Michael Jordan was told by his high school coach that he couldn't play basketball. <laughs> he went and proved him wrong, didn't he? No. Yeah, he went and proved him no. wrong. No, why? Why did they say he couldn't play? They just said they said you could. It was here actually. I'm live in the town where that it was Laney High School here in Wilmington, North Carolina, and his coach told him that he should uh, hang up his career and go find something else to do and. Man, look at him! I think the Beatles were turned down by sixteen record labels that said that no one would buy a, a, a record named after insects. <laughs> wow! So he, he, he the, so wow. yeah. So that's the key, is you know, you get you get back up on the horse, and I think that's great. Well, I'm well curious.
1: sometimes you know, I think, oh well, I'll give up show business. Then I think, well, what will I do? I could be a missionary. I could open a flower shop. I consider all these things that I said, no, I love the theater, I'll go back.
0: Yeah, you're doing great. With all your successes and kudos, achievements, awards, looking back, what are you most proud of?
1: Oh, the things that I've done with my husband, that I've written with my husband or appeared in with my husband. Practically everything we did together, we acted together and, In the wings, I would stand and I'd say, how am I going to make him fall in love with me tonight? And that's what I'd go on stage to find the moment that he fell in love with me.
0: Ah, that's great. That's a good uh, intro to your book. I hope that was part of what you just said there is in your book, uh, because that's pretty touching.
1: I don't remember, but I'll look and see
0: yeah I love it. that's uh oh that that should be the, uh, the subtitle. I love that. We wish you all the best. in a minute or two we have left. Is there anything else you'd like to share about Tango Shalom or any parting message for the listeners?
1: Uh, well, I would love them to after they see it on Amazon, I think it's 599 or something to um write a review and send it to. I'd like to hear from them on my Instagram or on Twitter or Facebook how they how they experienced this, if they cried, if they laughed, what characters they identified with. I'd like to share their experiences with them.
0: Fantastic. Great advice. Like I said, it's a really cute movie, very unique, fun experience. I recommend Everybody see that? I want to thank you so much for spending time with us today. And by the way, that's available on video on demand, cable platforms across U.S. and Canada. Pretty much all streaming. You can learn more where it can be found at TangoShalomMovie.com. My daily social media post is Dr. David Friedman, except Instagram. I'm at Dr. D Friedman. If you heard something today that could benefit somebody you know, send them a link to this podcast. It's available at radio.com or radiomd.com and peruse our podcast library. Share these segments, friends, family, coworkers, and on social media. This information is too important to keep to yourself. Sharing is caring. Also, subscribe to future podcasts at iHeartRadio and iTunes. More to it come. Stay tuned and stay well. This episode of To Your Good Health Radio was brought to you by Cardio Miracle, the ultimate nitric oxide booster with over 50 whole food heart-healthy nutrients. If you want to improve your heart health, increase your energy, mental clarity, and boost your immune system, order Cardio Miracle today at CardioMiracle.com. Use promo code CardioNow for 20% off. CardioMiracle.com, promo code CardioNow.